smartphone, DSTV Channel 856 and on 92.7 and 106 FM. This is 702. It's 17 minutes after 11 o'clock and um, I just want to welcome my guest, uh, Stanley Beckett. Good evening to you. So how are you doing? Good. Hi, Aubrey. Good to be back. Yeah, it's good to, to have you back. I'm looking forward to a great show. Um, I think the last time we spoke was, what, two weeks ago? No, it was it was closer to a month ago. Yeah, a month ago. It was a, a long time ago since yeah, we I went, I went yeah. on leave and then I got sick and then all sorts of things taking place. So what's been happening in your life, bro? Um, just been watching what's happening around us, and it sometimes feels like like everything's descending into some type of madness. Everything's falling apart, so it's time to pull it all back together again. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. You and I have been having conversations over almost a year now mm. about about the need for us to change our paradigms, our thinking about our realities. Um, and we've had uh, all sorts of conversations with different people that we've had as guests here. And uh, somebody asked me a fundamental question earlier today to say, Aubrey, you and Stanley talk about change of the mind, change of the mindset, and you're suggesting that that is going to somehow change my literal, natural, material conditions. Isn't that a bit far-fetched? I know what I believe. I believe very strongly that once we change the way we see the world, the world literally changes. But how do you answer that person? Well, um, fundamentally, uh, I think, and I'm glad we can talk about it a bit tonight, Aubrey. Um, I think people misunderstand when, when we talk about changing your mindset, we're not... We're talking about something different from the way it's traditionally understood. And, and I think that that's where this conversation started more than a year ago. And that's why I've dedicated myself to understanding this concept of what change really is about. Yeah. Um, how I'll answer that person is, is they, they correct in, by playing this, just sitting down and attempting to change your thinking. Yeah. I agree, will not fundamentally change anything in your life. You have to take action. So the change we're talking about is changing something in your life, physically taking action. And through the the taking of action, of changing something, your thinking will change. And the more your thinking starts changing and the more you take action, the more it becomes sort of a a knock-on effect. So I agree, if, uh, and I'm as skeptical as anyone that says, "Are you uh, that just by sitting and just thinking by thinking differently, things are going to change?" It won't. But you have to be willing to start somewhere, and you have to be willing to at least adopt the idea that 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 taking action is is necessary, and that in itself is a change in thinking. Because how many how many people know exactly what to do? This is come to the crux of what we've been talking about for the past year. That the, the, we we found through the studies, Aubrey, that the problem isn't lying in the fact that people don't know what to do. The the, the problem is lying in the fact that they're not doing. So if you can just start by changing your thinking and the slight this and that slight thinking change that starts the process off is that I need to at least take action, then I think that you have the ability to fundamentally change anything in your life. And I think that's where we're coming from. What, what, what has happened over the last few months is that you and I have been getting together off air. We even decided that we were going to document some of the ideas that we've been talking about into a book. And uh, perhaps I can say now that the book is almost ready for publication, um, where we do talk about these very issues in, in that particular book. I do want to perhaps talk a little bit about the idea that it almost sounds to me that the whole idea of change 
leadership in this country around the world has been around changing the thinking. You're mm. saying that it is not just changing the thinking that must happen, but it is also doing the thinking that must uh, affect the material change. Yeah. Um, my philosophy is, Aubrey, that, that people are putting sort of the cart before the horse. Um, there's a great book which and anybody listening, I'd, I'd recommend you read it. It's called The Five Second Rule. And it's, 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 I can't remember the author's name now at the moment. Just remember the name is The Five Second Rule. And this author, she's, she's become very popular around the world with this, with this thinking. And I'm so aligned with what she says. And she says, we've, we've sort of been, not, I wouldn't say fed a lie. We've sort of been fed a sort of a mistruth in a way that, that you need to be motivated to change any, anything in your life. So when we believe that, Aubrey, then what happens is people are sitting around waiting every day for that motivation to strike. Yeah. They're waiting every day for that day they're going to wake up and they're going to feel today's the day I'm going to change the world. Today's the day I'm going to take action. And she says that day might never come. You might never wake up one morning and just feel inspired. And she says, what you need to start doing is we need to start acting despite that thinking and feeling. And we need to start start realizing that that, that change of thinking will not come as a, a, unless you are doing something to create that change in thinking. Yeah. So I can sit all day long and think positive thoughts and it's not going to change a single thing in my life. What is going to change something in my life is taking action. And that's, that's what we're starting to get to and that's what studies are starting to show and that's what I'm starting to understand. And um, I'm glad you mentioned it, Aubrey, uh, uh, and, and it's maybe at ease time for us to start, start telling people that we're collaborating in something. I mean, I met you more than a, what, probably just more than a year ago. Yeah. And I, I met you, and, and, and if you remember, I sent you an email back then already because you were passionate about this whole idea of changing your thinking and changing your circumstances. And it was so aligned with what I was saying that when I met you and spoke to you what I was busy um, with, we decided to collaborate together because we had seen so much eye to eye. And we've, we've created this program called the Change Create, Create, Create a Program. And it really is about fundamentally this, that you can change anything in your life. But if you're going to sit around and wait for your thinking and feeling and to feel inspired, you might be an old person and nothing will happen. Yeah. What we're about is saying, how can we get you to start taking action? Because through action, things will change. And through the change of things that, that, that change as you start taking action, your thinking and feeling will start to change. So it's almost like approaching it from a different angle. Let's talk a little bit about why it is that we procrastinate, even though we know the reasons why we need to take certain action. Uh, when I know that I need to go to gym because I'm becoming overweight, but I don't do it. I know what, why I need to go to gym. I know where the gym is. I know what uh, needs to happen. The information is all around us. Uh, if I know that I need to start putting together some sort of an investment portfolio, some sort of a savings, um, financial savings program for myself and my family, I know where that information resides. I know that I've got to do it. I know what the reasons for me doing it are, but I procrastinate. And we've talked about Mr. X, for example, and, yeah. uh, and, and, and that kind of thing. I, I want to suggest that it also has something to do with our education system, the academic, the academic um, foundation and motivation for, uh, for what we call education at the moment. And, and bear with me. Let me try and tell you what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking here. Academic education is a system that started, or a, a, academic institutional 
education is something that started at the turn of the centuries in century in the last century where people were put into institutions known as schools to produce people that have certain certificates because they've passed certain tests i'm suggesting to you that that process undermined the need to understand what they were learning at a practical level and what that did is that it robbed the world of the lessons of the doing it gave us all of the benefits of the thinking the talking and the writing but it robbed society and for that whole century we were robbed of the lessons of the doing would you agree yeah well if you look at our, the history of 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 our schooling system as it is currently it it really comes from actually a long longer time back than what you're even speaking about Aubrey it came from a time when 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 very wealthy aristocrats would get around and want to debate topics they weren't necessarily into doing anything yeah. they were into talking about things they were into intellectualizing things and our schooling system comes from that system so so to this day and 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 I know there are many great educators out there that are working very hard to change the system sure. and see the problem but a system like that that's been around for 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 hundreds and hundreds of years it takes a long time to change around yeah. but the fact of the matter is the schooling system was built around exactly what you just said it was built about entertaining the mind it was yeah. built about philosophizing find different so subjects. a lot of people started to live in the head yes yep. and 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 they the, a lot of people started knowing more but didn't but doing less because they didn't need to do less at that stage the schooling system wasn't back then for the poor it was for the wealthy it was for those aristocrats who had it all already they just wanted to sit and philosophize about things and to this day we still are have 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 that in our in our schooling system is that the schooling system is more about talking about things but less about doing things and the it, it starts creating what we talk about in the change creator the knowing doing gap is that people know more but they do less and this has become a problem i mean i i if you'll allow me to talk about something that's a big concern for me and um that i'd like to have brought up tonight Aubrey is that we know that since last week we're now officially in a recession yeah and it's time for people to really wake up and do something in other words it's time for us to stop thinking about it and it's time for us to start doing something now the question is what do we do what is the person sitting at home that wants to earn more money or wants to secure his financial future what does he do well i'm going to argue tonight that the majority of people out there know what to do they're just not doing it and the question is why are they not doing it and that is this question that we are attempting to answer in in our change creator program and if you'll allow me i'd like to announce something exciting that's coming up next month Aubrey. yep we've decided we had such phenomenal phenomenal success with the mr x seminar um a month or oh, two ago that was very successful and i've had such great feedback that that people have just been asking when can they learn more and how can they extend what they've learned and and in truth mr x was only one small part of the bigger equation the fact of the matter is if you had to ask me why on why isn't someone not taking action why someone not doing what they know they need to be doing it's difficult to answer because there's so many reasons why and we've unpacked it so what we've decided is is um we are going to host a full two day uh seminar next month mm. in July okay i'll give you the dates towards the end of the show 
And what this is going to be, we are calling this seminar the Change Creator for Finance. So anybody who's sitting there and wants to change their financial future, this is this this is the place you want to be. Um, I know that Aubrey, because you are working this with uh, on this with me, you will be there as well. We'll yep. be unpacking the full Change Creator formula, how it works, and we'll also have a, a special guest who's coming all the way from the USA by the name of Michael Zapier, a great businessman, a great entrepreneur. And um, he's going to also uh, talk to us about about changing your finance and your financial future on those two days. And in the afternoon, this is something I'm very excited about, the afternoon of that two days, Aubrey, we are going to to introduce the people, members of the audience, to, to something that I think is absolutely revolutionary and has the absolute ability to change anybody's financial future. You'll, you'll, you'll tell us about the dates and uh, the, dates the and things later on. But, right? I'm, but I, I would like our listeners to already put it in their heads that if they want to, if they are really serious about changing their financial future, we cannot, we cannot possibly do it in a show like this all the time. You need to sit for a day or two and really understand how we think, what it is that blocks us from our thinking from taking action and what it is that needs to happen so that we can start taking ch- taking action because the truth is no one else is going to come and help us. We need I to wanna, do this ourselves. I want to invite some calls. Um, Stanley Beckett is my guest. He's the author of the book, um, uh, uh, Liftoff. Stanley and I, hey, sorry, Stanley, go ahead. And the soon-to-be-released book with Aubrey Masango, which, <laughs> which, which we'll, we'll tell you about at some stage. Stanley and I are in agreement that perhaps part of the reason why we seem to be living in our heads and not doing anything is because of the academic system uh, of education. A system that created people that can philosophize, can talk about a lot of things. But what that did is that it robbed us of the, the ability to know from doing. I'd like to get your comments on that particular thought. I'm suggesting to you that there are secrets that live in the doing that the thinking knows nothing about. And could it be that that is the reason why society as a whole, globally, finds itself at a particular cul-de-sac that manifests itself in things such as political um, shenanigans, uh, economic recessions, and all of those kinds of things. And is it perhaps not time that a revolution of doing, eh, of doing begins? And I'm interested to take your calls because I think that one of the things that we've been doing is been talking about thinking talking about thinking and not necessarily talking about the doing of things. And it is clear to me that the learning of phenomenon, of skills, doesn't just come from talking and reading and thinking, but it also comes from doing. And I, I'm suggesting to you, as I invite your calls, that there is that one equation or, or, or part of the equation that we have missed out on in a very, very big way, and that is why we find all of these social, economic, political problems that we have in this country, in the world. I'd like to take your call, as far as that is concerned, on 11883 0702, on SMS 31702, and on Twitter at 702 Aubrey. Can I take this call first, and then uh, then we take a break? Can we do that? Or do you want to take a, the break first? Let's take the break first. All right, uh, please give us your calls and I'd like to take your thoughts around this issue uh, as we continue with the show. 702, your number one news and talk station. We have missed out on the lessons of doing to affect change and have been 
I suppose, um, stuck in the philosophizing, the talking about things, suggests Stan Beckett, my guest. Let's take a call from Mfundo in Johannesburg. Hi, Mfundo. Hi, Aubrey, and your guest. How are you guys? Yeah, very good, thanks, man. Uh, what is on your mind? Um, it's more of a, an opinion. Uh, it's a comment. Sure. Um, I don't need everyone to agree with me. Not on a this, problem. But um, personally, I think um, at school, uh, I'm, I'm 32 years old, yeah. first of all. So I completed metric in 2002. At school level, I don't think at any point in my five years in high school, there was a point where I was actually taught um, much in terms of entrepreneurial skills. Yeah. Um, they do have a course called business economics, I believe. But it doesn't actually go in deep and actually sort of lead you into a certain direction. And then when you go home, you, create, you get your grandparents or your parents who will tell you that when you finish school, you have to go study and get a job and do X, Y, and Z. So all of these things kind of influence your thinking into a certain direction and almost leave you out completely blind in terms of actually doing your own thing and actually expanding your own view and having your own entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship skills rather, um, coming to the fore. So it's very difficult for for schools and for parents at that time. I don't know what they're being taught now at schools, yeah. but what I can say is for sure, at my age, um, it was very rare for you to get uh, an option or actually being told by about an option. But funny enough, I decided to leave my job uh, three years ago. Yeah. And uh, since then, been doing my own thing. And a lot of people will actually bring you down while you choose to, when you choose to leave, to leave your job and go for it. Other people will have their own opinions. So at the same time, I think our communities as a whole have this belief that you need to wake up eight o'clock, go to go to work, five o'clock, yeah. come back from work. It's, it's almost like monotonous, like you're repeating the same thing every single day, and which was one of the reasons why I left my job because yeah. it was so boring for me, yeah. to be honest with you. So, in the in the crux of the matter, what I, all I'm trying to say is. I totally agree with you guys. At school level, there, there's just not enough being done in terms of making our minds more innovative and actually thinking out of the box. It's, it's pretty routine, and that's why when we leave school, we are pretty routine people because yeah. that's what we are used to. And yeah. at home, you get out at home, it's the same story, routine. Where, where, where do you think the issue of routine actually comes from? Uh, I suppose I'm asking this question, Fundo. Uh, because I'm setting up a, a, a another conversation. Um, yeah. The idea of going to work from 8 to 5, the idea of going to school from 8 to 2 o'clock, you know, th these, yeah. these very segmentalized utilizations of the 24-hour mm. period seems Correct. to come from somewhere to produce something else. Uh, where, why do you think that happened in the evolution of us as, a, as, as people? I think where it probably would have started would have been at the time technology was well that is beginning phase if I can put it that way yeah. for 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 more so my parents and so so for them there were very limited uh, options than there are now so their way of thinking and their parents' parents' way of thinking would be completely different 
to the way that um, we, in terms of yeah, social media and technology, yeah. has come yeah. to the fore. So I think technology in our day and age has actually a lot to do with the way that we look at life and the way that things have developed in the last 20 years or 25 years, if I can put it that way. Fundo, let me stop you there, sir. Let me stop okay. you there because I've got lots of calls that I need to no uh, put on. But thank you very much for your thoughts. Thanks. Stan, what, what you, right. you want, just before you go, Fundo, just hold on. Stan, you want to say? Hi, Fundo, are you still there? Hi, man. Nice to talk to you. I want to ask you a quick question. Yes, man. Did you feel that you're thinking fundamentally about having a job as we've always understood it compared to entrepreneurial um, entrepreneurialism? Do you feel it changed when you took action and you went the route of entrepreneurialism a lot more than what it, what it ever was when you were working in a job? So in other words, oh, did, the, did the taking of the action change your thinking fundamentally? Completely, completely. There's a, there's a book I read uh, by Joel Osteen. Uh, it's actually called Live Your Best Life Now. Yeah. When I completed that book, and uh, I was already in the entrepreneurship um, space, if I can put it that way, it definitely changed the way that I see everything around me is completely different to the way it was that I used to view life in in, in totality mm. completely different thank you so, I, so so that's so that's 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 what we're saying is that by taking mm. action it's the best way right. to change your thinking right 100 percent thank you. About that. thanks very much for your call Greg in uh, Johannesburg hi hello good evening Obi. yeah good evening and, uh, to you Greg um hell you know what um this is a blessing this school I've been sitting on a business proposal for the last six years now yeah and i did so much research on it and this business proposal has to do with the taxi industry yeah nobody ever offered them yeah. right yeah so i've been to do presentations at the tembisa taxi association and um went into town uh, into the job cbd and went to ranks and spoke to um, people involved with taxi, with the, with the taxi associations and stuff, all over, and everybody saying this is a winner, right? Yeah. And I put uh, in my layman terms, I put my, a business proposal together. I went to the NEF. I spoke to some women that didn't understand the concept that I was bringing. You know. Mm. And um, what I was trying to tell her, this is a, a SIST program for the Taxi Association. It's not a workshop that I want to open. I've opened three workshops in my life already. I still, we still have... When you say workshops, workshop. are, you, are you talking about the practical workshop where you fix a, a car? A mechanical workshop. A mechanical workshop. Right, okay. Right. But this is more of a roadside assist program to the taxi industry. So, a quick, quick question, Greg, and, and I don't want you to reveal your idea. You, somebody might steal your idea and start a business and become a billionaire. I, I'm, I'm asking, why is it that it hasn't happened? Why do you think that your, your brilliant business idea that is so well-researched, that is so well thought through over such a, 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 a long period, a period of time, why is it that, one, Greg is not uh, enjoying the uh, benefits of that idea? And secondly, why is it that Aubrey, Stanley, and the rest of society are not enjoying the benefits of that idea? Why, why do you think it's not happening? Okay, I'm going to tell you why now. Yeah. You know, I, I I brought my son down from Cape Town and I started a, a workshop 
up for him here in Joburg, which is doing very well in Randburg now yeah. at the moment. And that was about three, three and a half years ago that we started. Uh, we came down from Cape Town. I had a small, we got a small place in Nugget Street in Joburg CBD. Then I got a place in Randburg CBD, which is much bigger. Now we got a 40-day workshop in Randburg. Yeah. Right? Which is doing well. But that took a lot of time and my energies away. But I tell you something, I'm, I'm of retirement age almost already. And I just, you know, like when you run out of steam. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. This is a winner. I know because... Greg, Greg, Greg I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you because uh, I think that's precisely what we're talking about as to why is it that a lot of stuff that is living in our minds, um, that lives between our ears, has not found practical manifestation. That's really the conversation that uh, uh, Stanley and I are really having at this point and, and how we can change that. Because a lot of people are doing a lot of thinking. A lot of people have got a lot of ideas, but something okay. is stopping that idea okay. from climbing from the maybe, mind into reality, yeah? Maybe my, it was my son. You see, my son is 31 years old, and I worked for BMW all the years, yep. and my son worked for BMW. Now, he's not, he's not on the same page with me. Daddy, you think I'm going to stop working now and go work on taxis? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah the big picture. Sure. The Greg, I've got to stop you. I've got to stop you, but thanks very much for your call. Michael in Kempton Park. Hi. Good splendid uh, evening, Aubrey. Yeah, Stanley. how's it, uh, Michael? Good, 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 good. Yeah. Uh, and all the listeners, and uh, to Stanley, uh, yeah, uh, 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 oh, now I'm lost for words. <laughs> how's it, Mike? Uh, hi, Sammy, how are you? Good. Send family, send regards. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, just a quick one for you. Um, when is part two of Mr. X going to take part? Can you by any chance give us a, an idea? Well, if Aubrey, Aubrey can we give a, start giving dates out? Well, and, if you have them. Hey? Well, Sin, thanks for asking the question, uh, Mike. We have the dates, and, and this is what we're doing. So everyone that's listening... Um, Listen out because this is going to be something really, really special. Part two is going to take place on the fourth, on the fifteenth and sixteenth of July. So that'll be on a Saturday okay. and a Sunday, the fourteenth okay. and the fifteenth of July. It's a full two-day thing, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, we we managed to arrange it at, at the best price we possibly can, Aubrey, which I'm really excited about. So maybe I can just mention that because people will be asking it. It's going to be a full two-day seminar. With a full wor workbook, your meals, everything will be included. It's going to be an absolutely awesome. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship. We're going to talk about your change in finance, how to get your ideas out there. The price for the thing is going to be one and a half thousand rand uh, for the full two days. And okay. we're going to have an early bird uh, special, which means that if you pay before the end of this month, because we want to try and fill it up to such a way that we have a second seminar, if possible, then it's 1,200 rand for the full two days. Are, you, are you going to have this on some website? Yes, we'll, 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 we'll be sending that out on the website. Um, in the meantime, people can email me uh, uh, at stanley at changecreator.co.za. I'll give that again, stanley at changecreator.co.za. We'll give you details there. But um, again, I say this is going to be the best value for your money that you can get and, and, and the best price that we could possibly do it at. So it's going to be an awesome, awesome two days. And, and Mike, you were there with us. I'm sure that, you, that you'll be able to echo the fact of how, how powerful what we do is. 
Well, uh, can I just can I just echo now? Yes. That I, I'm I'm quite sorry. The list that I saw that well the Saturday morning and to the attendance, uh, you know, for the attendance for the amount of people that actually attended, I was actually shocked. Really, I the, the list was far greater than what what the attendance was. And as you know, I was there sitting through both both sessions. And uh, I, I was, I was uh, really. It was, it, it was uh, a, basically a shocking situation. So you feel those that went there missed out, Mike? Uh, can I hear my views there? Yeah. My, my opinion. Yes. They didn't miss out. They missed out on a humongous amount of information that was given out. A humongous amount. Even although it was very cold and miserable weather. The people that attended, we congratulate you all, even though the weather was so miserable. So next time, get out of the box and uh, go listen to some good knowledge of people that know what they're talking about. Michael in Kempton Park, thanks very much for your call. I need to take this break, but before I take the break, I hope, I hope we are not being understood to be saying people shouldn't go to school. Because I think what we are trying to say here is that understand what academic education does for you versus what else you need. In other words, you need to know stuff, but it isn't just a matter of knowing stuff. It's also about the doing of the things that you know. In other words, the application of the knowledge that you've gained from the schooling academic system. And I think that it's important for people to understand that we are not saying people should not be going to school uh, because that would be wrong. But I, I really do want to invite more calls on this particular issue as to why is it that we are not seeing the kinds of changes we would like to see on the practical material ground, to use the words of uh, the left. And, and, and I'd love to find out exactly why is it that even though you know what to do, why you are not doing it. And I'm suggesting to you that it's because we have been trained to live in our heads and believe that if we understand something in our heads, then it is done. I'd like to take your calls on that. O double one eight eight three O seven O two on SMS three one seven O two and uh, on Twitter at seven O two Aubrey. Seven O two, your number one news and talk station. Let's quickly take the call from Rich in Norwood. Hi, Rich. Aubrey, how are you doing? I'm well, thanks, man. Go ahead. What is on your mind? Good, good. Aubrey, uh, Stanley Hazard, how are you doing? Hi, Rich. Good, good. Um, just based upon a call, I think it was two calls ago, um, the gentleman was talking about his business that he's been thinking about for the last six years. Yeah. He hasn't actually acted and moved on, moved forward with it. Um, I can, I can speak from, from experience how, uh, change creator or, or that kind of program has changed my life specifically around about that specific fact. The last three, three and a half to four years, I've been toying with an idea of, uh, moving forward in, in the health industry. And it's never really come to fruition because there's been the same thing that's hindering progress, like making this call itself. You know, you, yeah. you know you're going to be love and ready at uh, uh, butterflies in the stomach, that kind of thing. Yeah. But the, the constant action and the, the things that we were used to saying is, look, change your thinking and you can achieve much. Well, we discovered through uh, at the change creative course specifically and, and looking at change creative formula is that there's more things that influence that 
holding you back. And uh, you guys termed it uh, Mr. X, and it's Mr. X that it stops us from, from moving forward in the direction we want to go. And I'll give you a simple example. The, uh, I've been waiting with an idea that uh, I, I've wanted to present, never got round to it because I've always had an excuse. Yeah. I've always had a reason. People aren't going to listen. People aren't going to change what's... Uh, people aren't going to accept me for who I am. I'm one person. How can I change the world? And yet... Uh, it's one person who's changed the world in many different instances. I think about Bill Gates, who had an idea that uh, you shouldn't be looking at a computer in, uh, in, in DOS, just in a black screen with lighting. Yeah. People should be able to see something that they can interact with. And that was an idea that was proposed by everybody. And yet, look what happened to Microsoft and Windows yeah. and how people move forward in that perspective. Uh, Steve Jobs uh, thought that the world should end up in a cell phone. We, and... and we shouldn't just be looking at computers as mainstream. We should be looking at a computer in every single home. And that is, that is people taking action on an idea. Yep. Now, we're, uh, we're change creators changed that, that formula. Is, is it, it helped me take a look at what is the cause of the, uh, the inhibitor. What is, it, what is the destruction? What is it that's making me feel the way I feel and not yep. allowing me to move forward? And uh, it was it it's been an incredible experience. It's, uh, I've only been involved uh, with it for the last four months, but it's changed the way I look at everything. Um, oh. Stanley mentioned the the five four three two one. Um, oh yeah, the <laughs> action is it's yeah. just not not. Rich, not this is so powerful. How did you um, come across the change creator formula? I, look, I, I, I've, I'm part of Toastmasters, oh, uh, which see. is a, okay. which is itself the public speaking forum yeah. and. <laughs> that in itself has, has many misdirections associated with it, yeah. uh, even as phone call as such. But uh, through through that uh, Toastmasters forum, I met, met Mr. Stanley. Yeah. Oh, is it Rhett? Uh, I thought you said Rich. Now I know who we're oh, talking no. to. How's it Rhett? Yes. <laughs> oh, <everybody>. okay. <laughs> so it was just um, coming forward and saying, right, this is what you want to do, but but what is holding you back? You know, we, we've we often been on, on these motivational courses. I myself have motivational talks in companies I work for where I can get people to action but the following morning um, there's nothing there to support it it's all, all right Rit, i've got to stop you i mean I'm, I'm i'm stoked to hear about this um but i've got to stop you i've got to take this break thank you very much for your call i'm going to ask uh, stanley to uh respond to what you've got to say after the news if you don't mind you'll stay listening right 100%. all right Rit, Rit in norwood let's take a break Online, smartphone, DSTV channel 856 and on 92.7 and 106 FM. This is 702. All right, it's five minutes after midnight. We enter the second hour of the show. Um, and uh, yeah, this is a very sad story that we're hearing about on Eyewitness News. The wife of Lesotho Prime Minister-elect Thomas Tabanu has died. It's understood uh, the, pole, the polelo... Tabane was shot dead on the eve of her estranged husband's inauguration. Oh, I see. Tabane won the country's election early this year, but failed to get an outright majority. He's now working for to form a coalition government. Very sad news there for the Tabane family. 
uh, and our hearts go out to them. But uh, perhaps we'll get a chance to talk about this. And if uh, if there's somebody out there that is very familiar with the politics of Lesotho and so forth, really, I'd, I'd like uh, to get that call and just get a bit more understanding of what that is all around, all about. And then, of course, uh, the Public Protector's Office says it will be conducting a preliminary investigation for the purpose of determining the, determining the merits of the of the allegations published in the media around the Gupta leak, leaks and so forth. This follows uh, the leak of several emails showing signs of the Gupta family's control over uh, appointments at state-owned company. I, I have some some opinions about this that I will express later. <laughs> and it, it is around the whole phenomenon of hysteria, um, outrage. I do want to talk a little bit about that. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> somebody say you better watch yourself. <laughs> you better watch yourself. You better watch yourself. Yeah, I, I hear that warning. I hear it. But we can't not have critical conversations because you're afraid that certain people who aren't properly informed are going to get outraged on Twitter. We, you know, we can't be uh, silenced and, and, and stopped from talking about certain things because certain people have their own agendas, you know. We can't. I mean, that's, that's real self-censorship um, because you're afraid that certain people who've given themselves the right to be the guardians of certain things um, are going to say something about you on Twitter. Let's go, man. Let's do it. It's eight minutes after midnight, and I will address that whole other issue that uh, um, has been quite interesting on Twitter. I'm, I'm interested to talk to you about that. And then, of course, uh, Teddy on uh, an SMS is, Aubrey, due to time constraints, I'm writing you this SMS. It is our educational system that leads most of, if not many, to follow a life path that does not necessarily place you where you can excel, whether academically or in other spheres of education. I would like to meet with Stanley and open up what I have put together in the way of addressing the discussion point you are busy with now, says Teddy. Um, sure, guys. I think that uh, most of the time we turn to get scared, scared of the success we might achieve. And that's why we think positive that then nothing or boy bless uh, in mums. I really not sure what you're trying to say there. That's some of the SMSs that are coming through. Stan, uh, I've put out the question, why is it that even as knowledgeable as we are about so many different areas of our lives that we need to change, we find that we are procrastinating. And I've suggested that it is because we've been trained to live in our minds, um, that we've become so virtualized in the way that we operate in the world that the doing in the world is a very, very difficult thing. Some people can't even, um, you know, attach a toilet seat on their toilet seat they've got to go and <laughs> they've got to go and hire somebody to do that um, because everything happens in the mind we've become so impractical we don't know how to do things we know how to think about them we even know how to talk about them very well and i suggested that that has something to do with the way that we've been educated Pre precisely um uh, because of academia academia in my uh, assessment, being the process of going to an institution, uh, having a curriculum, passing tests and getting a certificate, and then 
believing that you know the subject because you passed the test without necessarily knowing the practical side of it. And I'm saying that the academic project uh, is largely to blame for that, that project of um, focusing on passing tests rather than being practically competent at something. Uh, and that's been the conversation thus far. How do we overcome that impediment, that, that handicap? Oh, it's a big question. For every person, it's different. Um, but the, the easiest answer is, is tomorrow morning when you get up, just start going and saying the following, five, four, three, two, one, and just start taking action. Um, we th- overthink things and we, we, it, it leads to inertia, it leads to, to us not taking action. Um, I'm going to say a second one. You know, the first thing on, on, on the education, there's a great book written by Robert Kiyosaki. You'll remember him from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He's, yeah. uh, the book is entitled, Why A Students End Up Working for C Students. Yeah. And in this, this book, he explains how, how these very learned and intelligent students at school end up struggling in life because they, they're used to studying and, and reading, but they're not used to doing where, where he's C and F students that he calls them. That, and he gives many great examples of people who dropped out of the schooling system early and had to learn from a young age to work, to survive. They are the ones that really become more successful in life because they learn to do things. Over and above that, in the last 10, 15 years in the self-help movement, we've been fed a lie, not, not a lie, but l- let me rephrase that. We, we've misunderstood the message that has gone out. And the message that is misunderstood is that if you just think about something long enough and you just become positive about something long enough, things will start to change. And that's, that's, that's not true. The truth is that we need to learn how to take action. And by taking action, your thinking will change. And that's why shows like this are so important is for us to send the message out there that nothing's going to change in your life if you don't take action. Again, our financial situation in this country is dire. And I'm saying again, nothing is going to change if people, you know, we, we all wake up every morning, uh, Aubrey, and we all take the same pill. It's called hopium. And we eat it and, and we hope that today everything's going to change. And we hope that today our financial situation is suddenly going to take a leap forward. Well, that's not going to happen. We need to take action. And you're right. It, it is uh, in largely part to our schooling system, and I don't think there's anyone that's part of the schooling system that'll that'll authentically disagree with us. And it is also part of, of what we've been taught. And it's time to, to time to right the wrongs of the past and to let people know. Yes, changing your thinking is is a positive way um, of going about it. But it's not the first step. The first step is you need to take action. And my question to everybody listening in that wants to change anything in their life, including in their financial situation, is what are you going to do? different tomorrow that's going to change your future not what are you going to think different about tomorrow what are you going to do different about tomorrow i I don't think that that's that's um emphasized enough Mm. um and I, i think that that's why it has to be a process it has to be something that needs to be done over and over again to say just because cerebrally intellectually conceptually you get something yeah doesn't mean that it's going to change your material conditions. Um, and, and, I, and I think that part of 
that reality is a reality that we suffer from here in our country specifically. You know, we have a reputation as in South Africa internationally as the country of talkers. You know, we have talks about talks. We talk about the talks that we're going to have about the talks. Then we have an indaba about the talks that we're going to have. And then a lakota about the indaba that is going to be about the talks. So we talk a lot. Yeah. And it's great. It's great for people like me who are talk show hosts, right? Because yes. we need the job. But, but, it, it appears to me that there is an uncharted variable in this formula, and that's the doing. And yes. you're saying to me that that is what we need to start really emphasizing on in order to learn the lessons of doing, not just the lessons of thinking and talking. Absolutely. It's a difference between understanding something and getting something. And I oh, think, I love I think, that. Yep. I think one day, we, uh, the next show that, it's the two of us, Aubrey. We're going to talk about the difference between understanding and getting. Getting can only come through doing. And that's really what Change Creators is about: is this this realization that only through doing will things change. And again, I want to I want to I want to put out the request out there: if the only thing you do differently for the next month is to decide to come and join us for those two days, do that. Okay, you got lots of people on Twitter on SMS saying, "Repeat where, when, how much." Tsekofatso uh, Galore says, please Stanley to stay another 30 minutes after the hour. Let me save up for the two-day seminar. Thursdays have always been great, says Tsekofatso. Thank you very much. So the win again, the 15th and the 16th of July, we've decided on. It will be at, at the same venue uh, or, or, or a nice venue, uh, one of the hotels um, in the Pretoria area. Um, we'll still give the dates exact. I mean, the the venue exactly, and um, the fifteenth and the sixteenth of July, those two days, and again the price, Aubrey, it's it's an absolute steal, one and a half thousand rand for the two days, which will include your workbooks, your your meals. It will include um, Michael Zapier, which will be here from the US to to introduce us to a, an idea that'll absolutely change your financial future if you adopt it. It'll it'll be the the ability to have two days with yourself included and myself. And as I said, um, we've decided to create an early bird special, which means if you if you um, sign up and 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 uh, pay by the end of this month, then it'll be one thousand two hundred rand. Now, for how do the two people days. get a hold of you? So how they get all yeah. of us? Um, we'll we'll send out the information uh, over the next week or two. We only just decided on this recently. Um, but in the meantime, if they are interested, please email me at the following. It is Stanley S T A N L E Y Stanley at Change Creator, one word, changecreator.co.za. And uh, all the information will be sent to you and um, there's going to be prizes. We're going to have some big surprises there. But all of that is irrelevant. What's relevant to me for those two days, Aubrey, is that when you leave there, you will understand why you haven't been taking action and you will be empowered to start taking action. And I make the promise to everybody listening now, when you take action, things will change in your life. We'll, t we'll show you why you haven't been taking action and, we'll, and when you get that, everything will change. I suppose a big part of that conversation is how do I start to take action? What do I do? What does taking action mean when I understand the whole concept so well? What does taking action well, mean? Well, that, that might only be one of the... Remember, the, there's eight different variables we'll talk about. One of the variables is an action plan. It might be that people are stuck at the moment because they really do not know what the next step is. Well, on that weekend, we'll talk about that as well. Every single one of the variables. So if your question is, what does taking action mean? It'll be answered there as well, um, as well as all the other variables. And maybe maybe uh, leading up to that, we'll talk about some of those variables on the show. How do people follow you, Stanley? 
They can follow me at, uh, at Twitter and at Stanley Beckett one. I think it is. I don't know uh, if you know my Twitter, Aubrey. I think it's at Stanley Beckett, eh? At Stanley Beckett, they can also... Uh, at um, Stanley Beckett 1, yeah. That's at it. Stanley at Stanley Beckett, Beckett 1, one yeah. Right yeah. Unfortunately, it looks like someone in the world took Stanley Beckett already. So I was Stanley Beckett 1. And then, as I said, for now, please email me, stanley at changecreator.co.za. I will correspond and I'm very good at replying. I'm also good at delivering on my promise. Whoever emails me, I always send them a free copy of my book, Liftoff, just to get the thinking started. And um, let's let's grow a, 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 a movement going forward here because that's really what this is. It's about this is about something much bigger, Aubrey, that me and you spoke about. It's about starting a movement for positive change in South Africa. But I believe that it's very difficult to focus on changing something else positively if you yourself are struggling. Yep. So in terms of your finances, if you have a business that you that that you stuck with, if you are stuck with moving ahead with your finance, if you're stuck with it, moving ahead with a plan and you don't know why, this is going to be. This, um, is, this isn't the motivational. Thing. No, yes. we don't, and and that's why I started talking earlier. Because you know what, I show. think people are tired of rah rah rah. Hey, exactly. I think people are tired of you can't do it. Yes, you can. Everybody's heard that nonsense before. Uh, I think people are looking for real, measurable interventions. And right? that was yeah? it. I mean, this this all started, and maybe for those listening, just the history. This all started because of a question you asked me the first time we met, and you were also then saying, "Listen, Stan, I don't want to hear another thing about motivational and rah rah rah." And you asked me at that stage, why is it that people are not changing? They know they should be. This is about understanding. And if I can just give a quick analogy, Aubrey, there was a, a story that I love telling, and it's, it's about this, this plumber that got called into a hotel because the basement was flooding. And uh, he went downstairs and he saw the flooding and he looked around for a few minutes, for a minute or two. And then he took out his screwdriver and he turned a screw and this flooding stopped. And then he charged them 10,000 rand. And then the people said, why did you charge me 10,000 rand? You were only here for a minute and all you did was change, turn one screw. And he said, well, I charged you 10 rand for turning the screw and 9,990 rand for knowing exactly which screw needs to be turned. People, <laughs> people underestimate the value of knowing exactly which screw needs to be turned to create action and to create a change in your life. That is what it's about. It's about you coming and personally identifying exactly which screw needs to be turned. And it's not motivation. It's not thinking positive. You'll find out that it's a lot deeper than that. But who knows what the value of turning that screw just one time in your life, what it could mean for the rest of your life. And that's what, that's what this program is going to be about. Stanley Beckett, it's been a pleasure as always to have you on the show. Looking forward to more discussions. And uh, yeah, as we continue, you'll be able to give us the, the details of uh, the seminar and when it'll, it'll take place, what needs to happen and all those things, the logistics behind that. But I want to thank you very much for thank coming you. through as always. I really appreciate it. And we look forward to next week and yep. everyone listening, listen to Michael Zapier, very motivated. Um, and although we don't talk motivational, this is someone that's going to help us understand this in a deeper level. So we look forward to him having him as your guest uh, next week with me. Thank you, Aubrey. Great stuff.